Tabernacle Presbyterian Church presents Sunday with Tab. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, located at 34th and Central in Indianapolis, welcomes you to Sunday with Tab. Today, Pastor John Gable delivers the message entitled, The Greatest Sermon Ever Preached, a first-person account of the Sermon on the Mount. We'll also have music from the Sanctuary Choir. So join us now from Tabernacle Presbyterian Church for Sunday with Tab. seated. So in this hymn, the third verse has its own page, and I'm not sure why, but I love that, and I want to read it to us. Our blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, they in glory shine, yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. This is the promise that unites us with Christ and with each other, that all are one in him, and all are thine. And it is that promise that makes it possible for us to come before God and confess and fully know that forgiveness awaits. So on behalf of the church, let us confess together the confession prayer printed in our bulletin. Gracious God, we ask your forgiveness and pray that you will save us from our self-righteous assumption that we know what's best for our lives and our futures. We confess that we have made plans that are not within your will. We have offered our allegiance to ideals that no longer deserve our loyalties. We have been reluctant to break with ambitions that we know are misguided. For these and all the other sins which keep us from being loyal to your kingdom purposes, we pray your forgiveness. Set within us now the firm desire to live for you and to follow wherever you may lead us, that we might worthily love you and serve the coming of your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. These and all things we pray together and in the silence of our hearts, in Jesus' name. Hear these the words of the psalmist. The word of the Lord is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Blessed are those who walk in the way of the Lord. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven.
you would remain standing and affirm our faith together using the words from the Heidelberg Catechism that are printed in your bulletin. My only comfort in life and in death is that I am not my own, but I belong, body and soul, in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins, and with his precious blood has set me free from the tyranny of the devil. He also watches over me in such a way that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven. In fact, all things must work together for my salvation. Because I belong to him, Christ, by his Holy Spirit, assures me of eternal life and makes me wholeheartedly willing and ready from now on to live for him. Amen. You may be seated.
When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when others revile you or persecute you or utter all kinds of evil against you falsely. Rejoice and be glad, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It's not good for anything, but it's thrown out and trampled underfoot. You're the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who enter the house. So let your light so shine before others that they might see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Oh, do not think that I've come to abolish the law and the prophets. I've not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not a letter, not a stroke of the letter will pass from the law until all has been accomplished. So anyone then who breaks even one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who keeps them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll never enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard it said to those in ancient days, you shall not murder, and anyone who murders is liable to judgment. Well, I say to you, anyone who is angry with a brother or sister is liable to judgment. And anyone who insults a brother or sister is liable to the councils. And anyone who says, Raka, you fool, is liable to the hell of fire. And so, while you are giving your gift at the altar, if you remember a brother or sister who has a grievance against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go and make amends with that brother or sister. Then come and make your gift at the altar. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're on your way with him to court, lest he hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you'll be thrown into prison. And truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you've paid the last penny. You've heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. I say to you, anyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And so if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out, throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be going into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, again, cut it off, throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. 
you've heard it said you shall not divorce, and whoever divorces shall write your wife a certificate of divorce. I say to you, you should not divorce at all. Unless on the grounds of unchastity, for anyone who divorces his wife on those terms commits adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery against her. You've heard it said to those in ancient days, you shall not swear falsely, but keep the vows you make to the Lord. I say you shall not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And which of you, by swearing on your head, can make even one hair turn white or black? Therefore, let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. You've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek also. If someone sues you for your coat, give them your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile also. Give to any who beg from you. Do not resist any who seek to borrow from you. You've heard it said, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your Father in heaven who makes the sun to shine on the just and the unjust. He sends his rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you only love those who love you, what's the reward of that? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only those who greet you, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. Therefore, I tell you, be perfect, as your Father in heaven is perfect. <laughs> and beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, don't sound the trumpet in the synagogues and on the street corners as the hypocrites do in order to be praised by others. I tell you, they have their reward. But when you give your alms, do not let your right hand know what your left hand is doing so that your alms may be done in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to stand in the street corners and in the synagogue in order to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't heap up empty phrases like the Gentiles do who think they'll be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So when you pray, pray in this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. 
For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive yours. And whenever you fast, don't distort your faces like the Gentiles do. They disfigure themselves in order that their fasting may be seen by others. I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, get up, wash your face, put oil in your hair so that your fasting may be seen not by others but by your Father who sees in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And don't store up treasures on earth where rust and moth consume and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where rust and moth do not consume and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. You see, your eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your body will be filled with darkness. And if the light in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. For one will either love the one and hate the other or be devoted to the one and despise the other. No one can serve both God and mammon. And don't worry about your life. Saying what will we eat or what will we drink or your body, what will we wear? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? I mean, consider the birds of the air. They neither rend nor sow nor uh, gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And why do you worry about your clothing, saying, what should we wear? Consider the flowers of the field, how they grow. Truly, I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory is not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not also clothe you, O you of little faith? So don't worry. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? It's the Gentiles who seek after these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. So seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all these other things will be given to you as well. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have worries of its own. Today's trouble is sufficient for today. And don't judge others so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged, and the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye but don't notice the log in your own eye? And how can you say to your neighbor, here, let me take that speck out of your eye while you've got a log in your own eye? You hypocrites. First take the log out of your own eye and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. So don't throw what is holy to the dogs or your pearls before the swine. They'll trample them in the mud and turn and maul you. But ask. It'll be given to you. Seek. You'll find. Knock, the door will be open to you. For anyone who asks, receives, whoever seeks, finds, whoever knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your child asks for bread, would give them a stone? 
or a fish would give them a serpent. No. If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the whole of the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction and there are many who find it. But the gate is narrow and the way is difficult that leads to life and there are few who find it. So beware of false prophets who come to you wearing sheep's clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You'll know them. You'll know them by their fruits. Can grapes come from thorns or figs from thistles? A good tree bears good fruit, a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And any tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. You'll know them by their fruits. For not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the work of my Father. You see, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and utter all kinds of works of wonder in your name? And I will say to them, get away from me, you evildoers. I never knew you. You see, anyone who hears these words and does them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rains fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house, but it didn't fall because it had been founded on a rock. And anyone then who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rains fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell. And great was its fall. When Jesus had finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished because he taught them as one having authority and not as their scribes. Friends, this is the greatest sermon ever preached. It's the Sermon on the Mount, recorded for us in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. You're listening to Sunday with Tab, a production of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Indianapolis. We hope you have found inspiration and comfort in today's program. There are many ways to enjoy today's message again. Subscribe to the Tab podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to tabpres.org, tap on the graphic marked sermons and select the sermon you wish to hear. While there, you can also view the entire worship service. We invite you to join us for worship this morning at Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. We're located at the corner of 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis. At 8 a.m., we have a communion service in the chapel. And at 10 o'clock, a beautiful worship service in the sanctuary. The 10 o'clock service is also live streamed on our YouTube channel, Tab Indie. For all information on the services and streaming, go to tabprez.org. 
That's T-A-B-P-R-E-S dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening, and join us next week at the same time for Sunday with Tab. Why is there church? Pastor John Gable of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Indianapolis. The word church conjures up many images, but at TAB we believe the church is called to demonstrate the values and practices of the kingdom of God. At TAB we envision a place where people grow strong in faith as they are equipped to serve others, where deep and loving relationships are created, where people work together to strengthen the community, advocate for justice, and promote God's peace and shalom. Oh, we're not there yet. But that is what we desire because we believe that's what God desires for the church, our community, and the world. Come see for yourself or find out more at tabprez.org. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis, invites you to worship Sunday morning at 8 or 10 a.m. If you can't make it in person, tune in to Sunday with Tab, Sunday mornings at 6.30 on WIBC, or find us online at tabprez.org.